0: Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you so much for this time that we get to spend together in fellowship, Father, and just, like, what a joy it is that we just get to come together and discuss just so many different matters and just come together closer as a result of that. Thank you for this beautiful day and just for all that you're doing in it, Father. Thank you for all the interwoven just laughs and, like, just all the mess that has happened before this, Father, because we had a whole reel of bloopers, and they were just... Such a joy, and I, I think it could cause frustration because we're just frustrated that we can't get it right, but at the same time, it was just such a fun way to get things started. So, thank you for all that you do and all that you are. We love you. Amen. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Seth Horton. Thanks for tuning in. This is Wing Tips, and as always, I'm joined by Joel and Liz. hey Hello. And we have a very special guest today. Very special Liz, guest. would you like to tell us who the very special <laughs> guest is?
1: Our very special guest today happens to be the one and the only... Number one on the soccer field, number one in our hearts, Samuel Roth. Put him in, Code. Say hi, Sam. That's Liz's boyfriend. Hello.
2: Friend.
1: Yes. It's my dear, sweet Sammy.
3: You've heard about him. We've talked about him. And now he's finally in the studio.
2: Let's ask him some questions. Let's
1: ask him some questions. <laughs> How I'm are you, Sam? About
2: it. Life's going pretty good. I mean, farmers went to the know? farmer's market, had a donut? big old Amish donut. <laughs> <laughs> um, haven't Had lunch. There's like 100 carbs.
3: Those things will put you right to sleep.
2: <laughs> oh, I know. I, I was ready for a nap. <laughs> Liz and I had two big old bowls of cereal last night. Mm. Lucky Charms had almost a whole box. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was a smaller box. Wait, two big old bowls. Like you had
3: a big old bowl. Liz had a big old bowl. Yeah. Then
2: we both went back and we again. Both had
3: another bowl. Oh, uh-huh. so four big old
2: bowls <laughs> total. <laughs> yeah. The only downside is she's on the rice milk kid ah. and. So it, it and was, rice bars, whatever those. Yeah, are she's good? on this rice everything, but it's, it's okay.
0: Good. Don't um, it just a disclaimer it to everyone: I got the churro flavor. cereal that's made by cinnamon toast crunch. People, I guess I think that's Kellogg's. I don't know what brand makes that. Anyway, <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch churro version, not what? good. Don't get it. And if you like it, I'm really sorry if I just hurt your feelings. I want you to know that your opinion is valid, but, but I just don't agree with it.
3: So wait, it's churro flavored cinnamon toast it's crunch. It's like
0: shaped like a little mini churro. Uh-huh.
1: And it's not that
3: good. Does the texture interfere with the yeah, experience? Mostly. Yeah.
1: It's mm. hmm. so, all right. I think it's fitting that I be the one to ask you these questions. Um, I want to make you as uncomfortable as possible. So mm. number one, Yo, um, <laughs> number one, what is your wingmaning experience, and have you been wingmanned for, or anything like that? What, what's what's your what's your uh, education, your experience on wingmaning?
2: Other than just texting a friend that is a girl and saying, hey, you should talk to this person, that's the only experience I have personally wingmanning for someone. I can remember when I went to O'Neill in elementary school, one time a girl ran up to me and asked if her best friend, if I was interested in dating her best friend.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And I remember saying no, and that was the end of it. That's the only wing wing Manning and wing Manning four experience that I have.
1: You actually knew me in elementary school, so.
2: Whoa, um, I did not know that? know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Side oh. note, that's the most tender. tender.
2: I only have one memory of her, and that was at church, and she had on this bright belt. I don't think
1: this was me at all. It was, <laughs>
2: and she had on a iPod on her belt, and she yes. she, she thought that she was it.
1: She was. No, I didn't. And I was probably trying I to remember. impress another boy. <laughs> It may not have been. I don't remember. I don't think that was Is that me.
3: not something you would do, wear a belt with an iPod on
1: I probably would have been because I was a total jerk yeah. Um. whenever I was little. But I also don't know if that was me because I don't remember owning a belt. And I also don't think my mother would have let me take an iPod to church so mm-hmm. that I couldn't be that kid.
0: Uh, I definitely thought you meant, like, impress other boys. Is that not something you would normally do, impress other boys? No, no. (laughs) No,
1: often they thought I was one of them as a child.
3: (laughs) I just ask because I still take my iPod (laughs) (laughs) in church.
0: like iPod Nano, you know?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I had an iPod Nano, yeah, and it was pink.
0: I had, um, I think, also a pink iPod Nano. Like, I, as Seth Horton, just really loved my pink iPod
3: Nano. Yeah. Aw, little Seth. Well, yeah. uh, so Sam, is that something that you just didn't seek out, or it just wasn't even a thought? Like, oh, I might need someone else's help to get the girl.
1: Yeah, Sam, did you just never need or f- or want a wingman? I feel like you wouldn't trust I'm anybody enough. But go ahead.
2: Very particular mm. about people I like, I guess, mm-hmm. and um, I like Elizabeth a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's there's people that I I see, and I'm, they're great people. They're very nice, but I'm just not attracted to them whatsoever. And I mean, none of my friends ever tried to wingman for me. I, I guess, and kind of happy. I mean, mm. just not not something. Not if I wanted someone, I would somewhat try to talk to them. And I wasn't the type to continually pursue whenever it was obvious they weren't interested. Yeah. So, if I mean, that, that was that. I mean.
3: So So your friends are, like, supportive of you, but it's more of, like, they're cheering from the sidelines. They're not going to try to get actively involved. It's like, if Sam wants the girl, like, he's going to go after her. And mm. Like you said, if it's not going to work out, you'll be able to
2: tell. Yeah, pretty that much. That makes sense.
1: That's interesting. Hmm. Considering.
2: Well. I hope I take that back. Uh-uh. With Elizabeth, I did pursue. Um. You, like I said, usually if I could tell, like, this person wasn't interested, whoever it was, mm-hmm. I would just back off and that Mm -hmm. was that and when i say like i talked to him i mean send them a snapchat and if they don't reply that's that yeah i mean leave it at that (laughs) but i mean elizabeth and i talked for a little while and then i told her you know try and develop this into something more Mm -hmm. she shot me down a couple times but i don't know i just felt like i should keep on trying and i did and it worked out and it worked
3: out what um Made you go, no, I want to keep trying Cause if because you guys didn't know each other that well at the time, but you had you heard about her at all or
2: um truthfully, I knew that she was a I had never talked to her in high school or junior high or anything mm-hmm. um, but she has the reputation of being a very good uh, kind hearted individual, and that's the kind of person I wanted in my life so mm-hmm. and it all felt right oh.
1: That was really tendy, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. I didn't... I Yeah, I did shoot him down. But I, I did it for what I thought was his own good. Just side note, I didn't do it because I was like, no, I don't like you. I was just like, no, no, I am not your type at all, and this would probably never work, and you would get really bored with me really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I did that for your Was own that because you thought
3: you guys them. just had differences, or what was that? We do have
2: a lot of differences. <laughs> we did, mm-hmm. but... I mean, she was a lot calmer in high school, and there were a couple times in high school when I was going out on the weekends a lot, and um, I think that's why she she shot me down a couple times, because of what she had heard.
1: Okay, yeah. In my defense. Well, everybody was like, you guys were not getting along. You guys are not the same type at all. Hmm. And I didn't really know you that well, so I was like, uh-oh. And I was just like, well, I mean... He was cute, and I really liked talking to him, but I guess that's that. You know, like, whatever. We wouldn't, like, get along dating-wise, so...
0: And I think that also happens a lot with a lot of people making false assumptions kind of based on surface-level personalities that they see, you know? Yes. Like, just, like, mine and... Seth and Michael's relationship You know what I mean Like um, They just seem like Okay I'm going to stop Sarah and Michael's (laughs) relationship I've had a lot of people Come up to me And just say like Hey you guys seem like Very different people How does that work Mm -hmm. But that's because They both know each other No both know Oh my goodness Know both of us On very surface level terms And they don't know us personally And it's okay to think that That makes sense You know Right Like to make those first assumptions But it's important not
1: to like Completely live based off Those
0: assumptions Mm -hmm. Exactly
1: Exactly And I'm guilty of living off of those assumptions at first, but then, like, the more that I talked to Samuel and then the more that I said, like, I don't know. And just had, I had to be really honest with you and be like, I really don't know where this is, like, if this is even going to work at all. Like, don't think we have the same kind of, like, type of personality in this sense. And Samuel was like, well, not to speak for you. I'm, like, putting words in your mouth. But paraphrase, Samuel was like, well, I do. Let's try. And I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> <So>.
3: <laughs> is that the best way to break past those, like, misconceptions is to just give it a chance, you think? Oof. Even if friends are like, I don't know.
1: Mm. Like, nine That's times out question. of ten? You mm-hmm. go ahead.
2: How can you truly know if you don't try?
1: That's what he – but mm-hmm. I said – I said no. I'm usually the type of like, don't risk it. Go with your gut. If mm-hmm. you say no, then no. But, I mean, like – here I am, and we're, like, what, a year and, like, four did, months down the road. So from.
3: did his confidence help you go, maybe we should try this. Maybe totally. we should, yeah, for yeah.
1: Sure. I tell him all the time, like, <clears throat> we wouldn't be together right now if he hadn't have, like, kept pursuing and, like, just kept trying, like, over and over and over. Like, I know that we wouldn't be together because I would have just, like, given up and been like, yeah, it'll never work. But, like, his his persistence and being, like, you don't know, though. Like, you don't know. You haven't even given it mm-hmm. a chance made me be like, maybe he's right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I should. So I think there's also just a big importance with – I know you said like almost you had to
0: go against it but sometimes stressing your gut really is the way to go cuz in the past I have had guys pursue me that I like they were like just give it a chance but inside like I knew like I knew that that wasn't yeah. going to work yeah. out. So I think there you just have to have a lot of self-awareness when it comes to situations like that. Oh, yeah. And I think obviously you did and you pract- you guys both were aware of that. And Seth so.
3: you're really good at you know the whole self-awareness thing that's Oh yeah, Seth that's one your, of your trademark. top trade. so. I try. Well said.
1: Yeah. Okay, yes, question number 2. Um What would you change about dating in our society in general?
2: Technology. Why? Um, I think there's too much of an emphasis on if, let's say, you and I hadn't started dating yet. Just as an example, how it goes with a lot of people. We're talking. You Snapchat me. I have to wait a minute and a half before I can open it because I can't open it too quick because it looks like I'm too interested. And the same goes for texting and um, yeah, that's it.
1: All right, and then question number three: Are we gonna put him on the spot?
2: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> that's why them. we brought him
1: in. Yep, no, really- <laughs> <laughs> we're here to roast him. Uh, <laughs> what makes somebody dateable to you?
2: I think it starts with physical attraction. You have to like them. I think to want to date them. I mean, I guess there's the rare case where you're best friends and you don't see each other like that and then one day you're walking the, down the railroad tracks or something and you <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it starts with physical attraction and um, then as you start to get to know the person, I think a lot of it has a lot of it is personality. Um, you have to like them for who they are and you, you can't want them to change to actually mm-hmm. like them. So, physical attraction and personality. Oh. Uh, All right. That was a right very there. like Yeah.
1: That was very like concise. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I like that you said like physical attraction is part of it cuz a lot of people will say yeah. The first thing I'm attracted to is when they have a pure heart and it's just like <laughs> you can't You can't tell if they have <laughs> no. a pure heart in the classroom right away like I mean It's so true. It comes out in different ways but I think that physical attraction is just one of the primary things that draws us to a person it's like the first thing i think that like
1: initially draws you to a person
3: which maybe that's shallow of us i don't know but it's just kind of how it is i
1: don't know Mm -hmm. i think it's also just like like biology yeah you know like you can't really dodge (coughs) that Mm -hmm. you either think they're attractive or they're not so yeah
3: which, like, the attraction can grow, obviously. When you're definitely getting can. to know them.
1: Yeah, because um, there are definitely people that are attractive. And then if they're, like, a total jerk, you're, like, Wait a you're second. not attractive at all. You're
3: not pretty anymore. Yeah,
1: like, you're not even hot enough to think that you're that cool. Like, mm. stop. So, or vice versa. Or somebody's really, really nice and you're, like, you know what? You're not pretty enough. You don't get told that you're pretty enough because you're actually really pretty. Something in that sense.
3: Mm. Um, did we have any roundtable questions?
0: Yeah, we actually do have one. Um, it is, so for those of you who don't know, Sam and Liz are long distance relationship and they have been for how long? How long?
2: Almost a year and a half.
0: Yeah, a year and a half. Wow. So the question was like, what is your biggest advice for just people who are entering into a long distance relationship or thinking about it? Just like, what would you have to say to them to get them through it?
1: Do you want to take off on this one? I feel like you're better at this than me.
2: Communication is key. Um, you can't go all day long, two days, however it is, without talking to, to the other person. And not just texting. You I think a big part of it is you have to actually FaceTime, talk on the phone. You have to hear their voice. Mm. And um if you're just texting, I mean, I know that's what what how it goes in today's time, but I mean it's it's not real and you're not actually hearing that person's voice. So I think when you, you actually talk it just it helps it. Much more and keeps the relationship um, going. Mm-hmm.
3: It's good.
1: What about, Samuel, <laughs> when, like, okay, I'm trying to think of, like, there's, sometimes I think distance puts, like, a bit of a, like, a little bit of tension on our relationship. Definitely. So, like, what do you do? What do you do as the guy when things are, like, tense, even, like, between us? And nine times out of ten, it's because of what you just said. Like, we haven't talked all day. And then there's, like, that inevitable, like, I get frustrated and you get frustrated whenever you'll call. And I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm headed somewhere and I can only talk for 30 seconds. And then, like, once I'm down, I get to call you. And then you're like, I can't really talk right now. And there's, like, that, like, we just get so, like, mad. Mm -hmm. Not at the other person, but just, like, at the situation. But what do you do to help avoid that kind of like frustration like like whenever things do get tense and now it's 10 o'clock at night and you're both finally home and you haven't really had dinner and you still have homework but you're finally home and there's nobody around and we've kind of had this like rough day what what is your initial reaction like what do you decide to do like how do you decide to put things to rest
2: I mean you have to prioritize your stuff I mean what's more important finishing the homework assignment that's due in two days or Sitting down, putting your stuff away, just for even just for a few minutes, and just calling that person and talking. I mean, you just have to prioritize your time and, and recognize what's more important.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, oh gosh, this is so loud. <laughs> um, Also, I think that, like, in a long distance relationship, one of the things you have to do is recognize that when you guys do have your homework and you have things like that. You have to, like, Samuel and I will put on FaceTime and we'll just sit there and maybe not talk to each other for, like, two hours while we both do homework. Mm -hmm. But there's something about physically, like, being able to see each other. Even, like, we don't even pause each other while we do something. Um, But, like, being able to like look down and see the other person sitting there like working, yep. you feel like you're in the same room with him and like you can hear them and you can hear them like clear their throat and hear them type and hear them like take a drink of water or whatever. And there's that like, even though you don't really get to talk, you still get to kind of be in the present, in the same like presence as them. Yeah. Um, and like something that Samuel is really good at is not being jealous and I don't mean jealous in the sense of like why are you hanging out with other guys or like I'm not talking about that jealousy I mean jealous of like just your time and like of other things Mm -hmm. and like recognizing that I have guy friends girlfriends whoever that I hang out with or go do this with or like hey I don't get to talk to you on Mondays from like 7 a.m. until probably 7 p.m. because I'm doing something and like He doesn't guilt trip me and being like, well, you haven't talked to me all day. Or, like, why are you so busy doing those things? Or why can't you call me yet?" like, whatever? Like, you really don't get jealous about stuff like that. And I think that's really, really, really important. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You just have to recognize also that the other person does have priorities. I mean, yes, you're supposed to prioritize your significant other. But uh, up there on the top of the list, but there's stuff that has to be taken care of. Like going to class
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the practicalities and I think that's a huge thing is saying you're enough of a priority to me to just put you on like FaceTime and like you were saying it's even mm-hmm. just to take a few minutes and say like I'm thinking of you like I want you to be in this moment for a little mm-hmm. bit even if it's just to hear them drink water right or whatever <laughs> it is
0: yeah, and I think going with that, like it also with what you were saying with like some days you just can't talk or like not that you can't talk at all, but you can't talk for extended periods of time. And I think it's important that it seems that both of you recognize that like you trust each other enough to know that you the other person isn't just like not giving you their time. Like, you know, that it's not a matter of they don't want to give you their time. It's a matter of they can't. Exactly. And I think mm-hmm. that is a very important form of trust that is just like really good to have in a relationship. You need to have that in a relationship, especially long distance.
1: Yes, 100
3: percent that's good Mm -hmm. um there's a guy in the back of the audience and it's been flailing his hands around since this question went up uh you and the flannel did you have a question for us
4: yeah so i actually have a question from a friend um so basically the question is what if you've been on like one date with a guy who you don't know super well um who lives two hours away in college and you want to continue to pursue that relationship, but he's just flaky and isn't a great communicator. Um, what's like the best plan of action at that point? He'll be back in a month and a half to your hometown. What's what should this person theoretically do in this situation?
0: Can I jump in on this?
3: Oh yeah,
4: please do so.
0: So I have had a lot of experience with this happening to like friends, and even like I even had a problem with this and uh my one of my past relationships and it's just a matter of knowing that you are someone worth someone else's time Mm. like being flaky it's one thing like being busy sometimes like you can't always give someone your time like they were just talking about that that's a reality but someone that chooses not to give you their time is a completely different um situation i've seen so many of my friends just like have so much heartache over something like this and something that like Michael has been so great about is the fact that he always gives me his time. Like I'm never mm-hmm. having to question whether or not I'm like, cause what that does is it makes you question whether or not you're worth it as a individual, mm. but like something that I think Michael, I'm just like, like, I just want to praise, like yeah. be so Still thankful like. for him because he always lets me know that I'm worth his time. Like it's mm-hmm. never, I never have to doubt that. And so that's just really important in knowing. So I would just have to say if he's not giving you his time consistently, Shut it down.
3: Yeah, especially yeah. that early on. I mean, you said one date. Is that right? And they're flaky. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like, because long distance, like, you guys knew going in, like, this will be hard, this will be challenging, but it's worth it because you got to know each other and you made an effort of getting to know each other and sharing time with each other when you were there. If, if they're not making it a priority, like, when they are in the same proximity and then there's that distance and they're being flaky, saying, oh, we'll be in the same place in a month and a half, I don't, just don't think is enough. And I get some people are bad communicators. We've talked about before, um, like some of the best people we know that suck at communicating on the phone, like technology, we're too dependent on it sometimes, like you were saying, Sam, and some of the people that are sucky at communicating on the phone are really fun in person. Mm. But this sounds different. This sounds like you were saying, Sarah, like you're just not a priority, which in my head I'm thinking, well, there's a small possibility that they don't know how much is at stake here? Like they don't know what the expectations on the other side. So they might be thinking, um, oh, we only went on one date. I don't want to be clingy. There's a lot of unspoken mm-hmm. rules of not texting back too fast. That's that true. we've talked about. Um, so, and again, communication is just hard with yeah. long distance. That's something that if she cares enough about this person and she wants to try to make it work, they should have this conversation right. early on because she will join the ranks of... The friends you were talking about yeah. for, like, losing yeah. sleep over someone. I that think so right.
0: Like, definitely have the conversation. And if then if they're right, not willing yeah. to budge, then that's when you need to reconsider, I think.
1: Yeah. Because, like, there were times, I mean, Sam and I were long-distance whenever we were just, like, talking, like, early on in our relationship, but... Like, that dude never made me feel like, kind of like you were saying, mm-hmm. Seth, um, that, like, I never I think felt we like we all w- know. We <laughs> know who I am <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, like, um,
3: Surprise! It's,
1: it's Sarah! Sarah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, n- Ghostbusters. Wait, that's not Ghostbusters. Dang it. Wrong one. That's
1: so
3: awkward. I
0: meant to say, what is that show that that one guy has that's, like, got that pranked show?
3: Carbonaro? No.
0: It's hosted by the guy that was in... Nathan For You. what's the show that's like this hanging out down the street Mm -hmm. what is that that 70 show that 70 show okay Justin Timberlake (laughs) no okay there's a show about getting pranked it's not that 70 show but that actor is in that show we're gonna cut all this out and I want you to keep going with what you were saying never
1: no do not delete that (laughs) um I totally agree with you though that like because I never felt like I wasn't worth Samuel's time Mm. and we were still early on, but like that made me like feel more secure. Like you should never feel insecure before you're Mm. going into a relationship. Like if you're already insecure about something, like that's a problem. problem. So anyway, Mm. Sam, do you have anything to add?
2: I don't know if it's related. All I was going to say was, I mean, kind of hit on what you were saying. Um, If you are long distance. You need to make an effort to to see each other. I mean, it can't be long distance. I can only see you once a month. This is how it's going to be. If you get an opportunity, you need to make an effort to see that to see that other person. Yeah. Punked.
0: Okay. Oh, the show was punked by African Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Punk'd. You guys got punked. I'm not sad. <laughs> 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 and we're back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love how our audience is just so loud.
0: Yeah,
1: they're
3: really confused. Um,
0: our oh, wow, audience, audience is Michael Chapman.
3: Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> our audience uh, is Michael Chapman. He's been on the show again. before. <laughs> <laughs> you got punk scrubs.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the goofiest episode we've ever yeah. had. I love it. It
1: was really weird. Um, oh, okay. I have a listener question. Yeah. Um, this person said, how do you feel about the girl initiating things in the relationship?
4: Was that Ted? <laughs> I feel like he's still second guessing himself over that one.
1: It was not Ted. <laughs> it was, spoiler like alert, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: so Clark met his wife. She came up to him, and was it the cafeteria? Yeah. And she was like, How do you feel about girls asking guys out? And he was like, oh. I love it. And now they're married.
1: <laughs> <And> yeah, <laughs> and now the there way. was no in between. <laughs> no, they just decided to get married. Right <laughs> they away. went to the courthouse an hour <laughs> later.
3: But the question is, how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. I, one of y'all take over. I don't know. Let me. Let me. I'm gonna let it marinate.
3: I think initially, I still hold that the the standard should be. If the guy's interested in pursuing them, he should speak up, he should say something. I don't think that she should have to be wondering that. And I I do think that if it's one of those things where she's just like, Oh, he's a very clueless boy and like is giving him hints because guys can just be real ignorant. And like this is where Wing Manning can come in and like some of her friends could even be like, Hey, like, what are you gonna do about this situation? But I do think that if he's serious about pursuing her and if this is something that he wants, then he should be able to say, Hey, I like you and go with it. If she's, like, cold-shouldering and not giving any signs, then obviously that's a little different. But I think once the relationship has started, um, I'm not opposed to, like, the girl wants to take charge with, like, hey, I really want to go on this date. Like, Mm -hmm. this would be fun, surprising the guy. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But I think initially I still hold that the guy should say, hey, what's up?
2: I would agree with you. I I believe that that's how it should go. But I think with today's time and technology – it is not like that near near as much as it used to yeah. be, um because now you have Snapchat, and all you gotta do is so and so Bob posts a story, and that a girl Bob. all she has to do is slide up on the story and say that's funny, and the mm. conversation takes off so yeah. she initialized it, but I mean it was it's not like it was physical, it wasn't there, right, so it's a lot less. Lot less um, interactive.
3: Yeah, I think we lose the intentionality with like you were saying earlier phones. I mm-hmm. think that's a big problem. Is it? It takes a little effort. You can yeah. just shoot a DM or a text. Right.
1: I was. Yeah. Th- like the waters are kind of muddied here because of like you were saying same like Snapchat or something. Like she technically initiated it because she's like. Hey, or like you slide up or you DM somebody and you're just like, hey, do you remember what homework we had? If I want, you know, and then it's like, okay, well, there you go. And then she's like, so what are you doing up so late? And then, like, there, there's. What are that you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So.
3: My homework outfit. Red polo with khakis. Mm. Yeah. So,
1: like.
0: <laughs>
3: it's me, Jake, from State Farm. <laughs> yeah. You got punked again. got punked again. So sorry. Um.
0: Yeah kind of similarly I think it is I think it is the guy's job to initiate. I think that um we guys are just not that I think it's wrong for a girl to initiate, but I do respect it a lot more when a guy is the one that's willing to step up yeah, and approach I agree. it, you know. Um And like Joel said, like once the relationship is going, I think it's totally okay for both parties to like make the plans because that shows that you both like are interested in both like still wanting to keep the relationship going. Like it's important to have a balance, you know, but definitely there should still, the guy should initiate, I feel. And I also think it's important that the guy continues to lead from there, at least in a godly relationship, you know, um,
3: and so, and yeah, I think that's a good point. It sets a precedent, mm-hmm. like from that it's point so forward. True. You know, like if we have yes. problems, are you going to bring it up? I mean, like, where are we going with this? And I think if if he can't have that big conversation of let's start with something here, then is he going to have the big conversation? You know, nine months in, a year and a half in, two years in, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then even in marriage, like, yeah, are you going to have to be the one that's always saying let's go try to have a date night and get away from the kids, which mm-hmm. is thinking way down the road, but yeah, that's just where my mind goes. What do you think, Chap?
4: I was scrolling through Facebook. What was the question?
0: You're the worst audience member ever. Uh,
3: that was the question.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just Y'all kidding. I'm Need sorry.
4: to captivate my attention better. No, I love you guys. I'm going to listen to this later. I was just I'm sorry. What was We're the question? We're not
1: captivating.
3: Enough for his attention.
1: <laughs> Flake. What was Flake. the question?
4: <laughs>
3: what was the question? What was the question he asked? <laughs>
1: Find a new study group, Liz Caldwell, is what he said.
3: You too, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to listen to it later. You'll find out the question then.
1: Yeah. And then you can say your own answer, and it's not going to be captivating, because none of us will be there to hear and no it.
3: no one will hear it.
0: I want you to make your best guess of what you thought the question was <laughs> and answer whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we have more important matters to move on to.
4: I really think you should do it, Joel. I, really don't I think, think you should do. go for it. <laughs>
3: Thanks, bud.
0: (laughs) That was a cop-out answer, and I'm disappointed. No, I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, never mind.
3: Uh, We had one from a few weeks ago that we didn't use, and it's an anonymous question. And they asked, um, "Why do you think there's such a pressure in college to like lock in the marriage scene? Like, (coughs) do you think that that harms um, dating as a whole? And specifically, they were asking, why do you think that you even have to date in college? So I think the first part of that question is, should that be something you're pursuing, like in college? And the second part is, why is there such a strict timeline on it now? Like I feel like people think, okay, once I get to my mid twenties, late twenties, like if there's not a prospect, there's an issue. Yeah. Um, and I know that this person in particular has not dated anyone in a while, and they asked to be anonymous, but I think it's interesting. What do you guys think?
0: I think. For one, I don't think there should be such a pressure, but with how, um, I think when you start getting serious about dating and when like the right person comes along and all that, first of all, it, well, it's up to God, but besides that, I think it also depends on like each individual is different, you yeah. know, um, whether or not you're like that relationship, it's time for you to be in that kind of relationship or not. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, like God knows, God knows when you're going to be ready for that type of relationship. and uh, even if you don't, you yeah. know? And then also, like maybe you are ready, but the person that you want to be with or or going to be with one day isn't. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and there's no timeline for that. Like, you can't predict when that's going to happen. With some people, that happens in high school. Like, some people marry their high school sweethearts. They met in elementary school, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, but other people don't meet until later in life. And I know that's a harsh reality. I think a lot of people nowadays really are like fantasize getting married in college or like right after college. And while that can be nice, I think there's nothing wrong with not. And so yeah. it's just a hard subject to talk about. Um, just, it, I think it really just depends on each individual, which I don't know right. if that answered the question that well.
3: but I mean, it's a complicated question. Yeah. So. It's a
1: very complicated question. Um, I think that like... Th- part of the reason why they have so much pressure is because I think that's just the way that our lives go. We're, we're taught to be like you know okay you go to elementary school and then oh boy you go to middle school and then oh boy you go to high school and now you go to college and what do you do now? You have to get married because that's mm-hmm. what you do and you can buy a house that you can't afford and you get a dog and you dedicate that one cabinet to the grocery bags that you like have left over and stuff like that oh because that's gosh. what you freaking do and then like bada bing bada boom you have a kid and now your life is over and this is what you do now like and I think that if you don't have that, that set of like step one step two step three if there's that gap in the middle then you're suddenly like well holy crap what do i do you Mm -hmm. know i get a job and where Mm -hmm. do i go and what but i'm by myself and i think people have a weird fear of loneliness and a fear of like everybody else because that's what everybody else is doing um they feel like they're behind and it's like you know you're (laughs) then this is a fact that you're more likely to get killed in a terrorist attack um than you are to get married after the age of 30 that's that's terrifying but that like the odds are are that low
3: i'm with sam sam's over there making
1: (laughs) (laughs) sam just like (laughs) lost his eyeballs um but i mean like my (laughs) parents (laughs) yeah me neither um my parents didn't get married till they were 31 Mm -hmm. and 30 so i mean like yeah really and you know they still like had three kids and you know they everything was fine so um i mean my parents didn't get married to each other till then and Um, and my mom encourages me, like, live as long as you want before you get married. You've got your whole life. It's so much longer than you think it is kind of thing. Like, not that marriage is longer than you think it is. Like, she and my dad are happily married. But she's just saying, like, you know, you're young and and figure figure yourself out a little bit. And, like, um... So, I don't know. I think that there's just a lot of pressure because I think that's what we're kind of trained and brought up to do, and that's what we see so many people do. And unfortunately, that's why I think there's such a high rate of divorce because it's just like mm. you get married so young because you think that's what you've got to do, and now and you think that that's the next step in your relationship is to get yep. married. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know. Sam, do you have anything to add?
2: You really kind of hit the nail on the head, Go head there. I,
3: mean, <laughs> I think there
2: is a a big emphasis on finding someone in college. and I mean, I, Actually, I take that back. I think it depends on how you were raised. I mean, I know there's some some families that they they think um, get all your running out while you're in college, yeah. get, um, do all your crazy stuff in college, get all out of the system. Then when you move out, uh, get on your own. Then you can settle down. I think some parents are saying, "Find someone in college, find someone now," because that's not how you need to live your life, and I don't think it's the godly way to live your life. Um, I think that they're getting married in college or finding someone in college is the better route, just because it it keeps you grounded more. Um, I didn't know that about the divorce rate. That's definitely something to look into and make sure it's the right person. But I think if you have someone, it would keep you grounded more.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think, too, there's just such a variety of people your age in college. And so it's like, this it sounds weird, but it is instant access to a lot mm-hmm. of possibilities because you're just getting to know people. And you're not going to find it at that level probably even in the workforce or whatever mm-hmm. you end up doing, which is something else to consider.
0: But I think something that, like, a lot of people need to hear is that, like, your self-worth isn't defined by whether or not you have a relationship. Yeah. And that is something that I think a lot of people don't realize, whether they say they realize it or not. That's something that it's hard to take to heart. Mm-hmm. Um. And so having a relationship is wonderful, but you can't rely on that person for your own self-worth because mm-hmm. that just drags the relationship down. Not because, like... You are supposed to rely on each other to some extent. Like, that's what a relationship looks like, right. is two people leaning on each and other. And help each other grow. However, you can't base who you are based on someone else because it's two individuals making up a relationship. Not y- marriage, I realize... Anyway, oh uh, sorry. No, I this is I great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, marriage is the unity of two people coming together, becoming one flesh. However, there's still importance between... There's distinct roles in a
4: relationship. That's good. Yeah, no, just on that concept of, like, relying on your whole self-worth in one specific person, I did that last year, and um, I learned the hard way that your self-worth can only be derived in God, and I almost killed mm-hmm. myself, like, a month ago mm-hmm. because I had, like, so much anxiety building up because of this relationship that was gone mm-hmm. um, be that I had put all of my self-worth into, and so I had a moment of, like... I was just on my knees in the bathroom and a scripture came to my mind, be anxious in nothing but through everything through prayer and petition let your requests be known to God. And so mm-hmm. I just prayed and now like my self-worth is in the Lord, mm-hmm. which is something that it hadn't like that hadn't been true for mm-hmm. literal years for me. So self-worth comes through God.
0: Yeah. And that's hard sometimes, especially I
4: didn't know that story.
0: Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Like so much. Like that I'm Yeah. Yeah, thank you. But um I think it's very easy to, like, especially because of the pressure nowadays to get into a relationship, I think it is so easy to fu- define yourself based on your relationship status. And that is, I think, my biggest problem with the dating world nowadays is um, just the fact that we're telling people that they can't be worth anything if they don't have someone else to make them worth, yeah. w- like, worthwhile. And that's just a shame to me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's how God ever intended relationships
1: to be.
3: Mm-mm. that's good man i was not expecting that
1: yeah they got real really quick thanks chat thanks sarah thanks chat thanks, thanks Sam. Seth.
3: thanks everyone thanks, thanks liz <laughs> thank
1: thanks, you joel
2: <laughs> thank y'all
1: <laughs> <laughs> i also have had something on my mouth three times this weekend and samuel has neglected to tell me all three times
2: one time this weekend it was on her story for almost 24 hours before she recognized it <laughs>
1: wow. like i posted snapchat yeah i posted it on my snapchat story and i had fake peanut butter on my mouth that yeah. samuel on like yeah like right right fake here peanut fake, butter. fake butter. peanut she butter eats a lot of fake things yeah i don't even know what kind of butter it is i call it fake rice milk <laughs> 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 rice <laughs> butter
3: so here's a question why do people not tell each other things I don't like know. that oh sam do you, wanna, like, do you like like that's a, i mean that's a small example but just like bigger embarrassments like I'm trying to think of a good example, but your friend has like something that is easily changeable about them, like maybe a small personality thing, and they know everyone else is just irritated by it, but they're just like, "I'm not going to say anything." So they're basically walking around with egg on their face. Why do we do that?
1: Sometimes, literally, literally stuff on their face. But Sam, do you want to?
2: You go first.
1: You want me to answer that? Why don't we tell people? (laughs) Why don't we tell people?
2: (laughs) Well, this this isn't a bad example because. When this happened, I believe it was Friday night, I hadn't looked at her story. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize it till I looked at it again the next morning. And I was like, hey, you got something on your face there. And then she was a little bit upset. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You don't
1: know why you didn't. T- well, I guess you did tell me eventually. He told
3: you. He didn't yeah. see it right away.
1: Yeah, but last night I had Lucky Charms on my face, and today I had cheese dust on my face, and you didn't she tell does. me either one of those things either. Why don't we tell people their flaws? Was that the question? Yeah. Their small flaws?
2: Yeah, or big, I mean. No one yeah, wants to be bad. told something about them is is wrong. And, I mean, if I walk up to Liz and say, I can't stand how you do this, she's probably not going to take it very well.
1: But also... Don't word it like that. Yeah, don't word <laughs> it like that. But also, if I'm doing something... Like, today, when driving, like, and I kept telling you how to park... And I know that that bothered you, but I would prefer for you to say, like, you know, respectfully. I hate it when you do this.
3: <laughs> because it's worse when you say, "So and so just told me that, I don't know, my shirt's been inside out all day. And then they're like, yeah, I noticed that this morning. Then yeah. then you're going to be more mad if you know that you're they like, knew we- and didn't say anything.
1: Yeah. So tell me if I annoy you.
2: You don't annoy me. Okay, thank you. Michael Scott wearing a women's, women's suit. Women's
1: suit. And nobody told him.
4: Joel's pointing at me to say something on this topic, so I'll just give an anecdote from when I was in mexico um and two- two times while we were eating like real street tacos in Mexico it's the best meal Legit I've had in years tacos, yeah, it was incredible, but twice I had like cheese in my beard, and twice <laughs> twice like someone pointed out the cheese in my beard, and they like it was someone like way on the other end of the table, and they were, like, trying to discreetly, but then, like, everyone at the table knew what was going on, and it was, like, very embarrassing, so I think they're trying to, like, save them from that moment of self-realization of, like, yeah. crap, this is... And, like, I had, like, this mild anxiety for the rest of the evening about, like, crap. Oh. I've just always got stuff in my beard, don't I? But
0: <laughs> I feel that way, too, sometimes. Always got stuff in your beard, Sarah. Yeah.
1: One time my youth pastor pulled a fruit loop out of his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Did he eat it? Probably. Another Uh, time it was long enough, he said, hey, Liz, will you sign this? And I said, I don't have a pencil. And he pulled out a full length mechanical (laughs) pencil out of his beard. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: some Mary Poppins crap. Yeah, it
0: was Uh, really weird. Joel, addressing your question, um, (laughs) I would have to say, I mean, obviously, the obvious reason is like we don't want to cause um, confrontation. Like We don't want to. We hate confrontation nowadays. You know what I mean? Like people as a whole, for the most part, hate confrontation. Um, But that's hard because I think some of the, like, biggest points of growth happen when someone is, like, loves you enough to point out, like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is something that you do, and I'm not telling you this because I am mad at you for it, but because I want you to grow from it. Mm. And so I think it's something that, as a whole, like, people could get better at, myself included, at just, like, saying, like, taking someone aside, not in front of everyone because that's, like, ridiculing them, you know? But, like, somehow taking them to the side and just saying, hey, like... I've noticed you've been doing this lately and I realize like there may be, like maybe there's something been going on lately with you and like Mm -hmm. you just, and like, I'd love to hear about it. I really want to talk to you about it because I think this is not something, this isn't you or maybe it is you, but it's something that I think you want to also change about yourself. So So I don't know if that made sense. Yeah, no,
3: for sure. Getting over like the 20 seconds of awkwardness between you for their sake Mm -hmm. and like hopefully growing from that. And then like you said, not having a big moment in Mexico where you're doing it in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Everybody,
0: this is yeah, Seth you know. Wharton and this has been Wingtips. Okay. Okay. Everybody, can we just do it at once? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 <not really>.
3: Three, <laughs> one, two, one. Two, <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yo, Adrian. <laughs> 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 What's going on, I'm, I'm done team. with y'all. <laughs>